Today, on the return to the Premier League, lots of action over the past weekend as the games returned. Tottenham being held by Brentford, Arsenal cruising to victory over West Ham, Chelsea and Man U picking up flawless victories, and Man City getting it done with Holland against Leeds. This is the Premiership Perusal Podcast. Manchester City are still alive here. Balotelli, Aguero! Back, Fuchs. And the ball in behind Damian Vanni! It's 11! It's heaven for Jamie Vanni! You, 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 you are an ostrich. Well, your head must be in the sand. Is your head in the sand? Can you, are you flexible enough to get your head in the sand? Now the fans are shouting every week, Louis van Gaal's army! <laughs> Louis van Gaal's army! Feet after a fabulous start, the game just got away from you there. I have nothing, nothing to say. Nothing to say about the game at all. Drama from day one! This is the league we want to watch! We're back. We're back via the cyberspace. Yeah. You can always rely on the internet to get the job done. We live in an age where such things exist. <laughs> we don't like to take use of them all the time, but when it's necessary, it must be done. It's like a break in case of emergency. Yeah, you know, it's... You don't ever want to have to do it. I would try to make a good analogy here, but I, I can't think of any that would be appropriate for the podcast. Yes, I mean, uh, really, it, 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 it just, it just comes down to you know, it's behind the glass box, and sometimes you got to break the glass box, and the show must go on. Yeah, you know, you put the headset on. You put the. You give it a whirl. On. You put the blanket on. <laughs> you put, you put the headset plug into the computer and you load up your meeting and you Discord load up your zoom, zoom calls i tell you what the week started off quite strong some thrilling games as the week went on it got more boring but let's yeah. let's start off saturday brentford tottenham to the yes. lineups saturday brentford versus tottenham their early game for brentford Raya, Pinnock, Zanka, me, Henry, Norgard, Jensen, Janelt, Ruslev, Ivan Tony, and Brian Mbumo. For Tottenham, some changes. Forster, Dyer, Tanganga. Not with that. This guy's alive. Forgot he was on the team. Lengle, Doherty, Hoiberg, Perisic, Bissuma, Son, Harry Kane, and Kulishevsky. So, uh... Some enforced rotation, obviously. No Romero, Hugo Lloris on the bench. Frazier That's what Forster. happens when you're such a top club like Tottenham. You have all the players in the World Cup. Yes, you know? yes. And the World Cup final at that. Yeah. So getting into the game, Tottenham, they had some, some possession, but it was pretty sloppy. Uh, the passing was just not there. 
and it was looking pretty rough. It was looking like, oh, just woke up from one of those naps where you're like, what time is it? Tottenham yeah, didn't know Mr. what time Krabs it was. Looking around. Yes. Really zoned out. The the motion blurred Mr. Grabs. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. And Brentford were able to capitalize on that. And in the 15th minute, they scored on the counter. And Bumo hits across to Jensen. Shot deflected, making it difficult for Fraser to deal with. And Yanelt came in to tap it home for the 1 0 early lead. Southampton feeling vindicated. Given the fact they let Fraser Forster leave, as in he didn't want to be there. Yeah, shambolic, shambolic. Um, really, Brentford, I would say, looked better in the first half than Tottenham. Tottenham just looked pretty slow off the bat. Struggled to get out of first gear. They had a chance in the 34th minute. Zanka forcing Fraser into a kick save from a long throw in, and then. Just before halftime, Ivan Tony scores after a bad giveaway, but it's ruled offside. Goes into halftime, 1-0, poor half from Tottenham. Failed to control the game, and pretty sloppy in possession. Just out of halftime, there was a penalty shout. This was a bit controversial for some people. Ben Mee pulling down Harry Kane in the box, nothing given. It it seemed like it could have been given, but I think yeah. on some replays it looked like it was kind of fifty fifty. Yeah, it's the little pull down, you know, not you know, anytime there's a tug at the jersey you'll see a for sure call, you would think. But I mean, those pull downs it's not always a guarantee. I probably would say yeah, but Kane was looking for it, obviously, as a mm-hmm. crafty man. Of his caliber would yeah and then just a few minutes after that some real comedy as eric dyer completely shanks a clearance backwards that was amazing and it goes out for a corner and brentford score from the ensuing corner and bumo <laughs> flicking on the corner uh to ivan tony who's not yet banned and taps in from close range to take a 2-0 lead tottenham were able to get back in the game uh, 65th minute, they scored after a nice ball from Lengley to Kane uh, with a great header across the goal. And Bumo had a chance right after that, but his shot went over. And then five minutes after that, Hoiberg grabbing the equalizer as Kulishevsky's deflected pass falls right to him. Uh, a, a bit lucky, possibly, but overall, I think Tottenham kind of deserved it. Um, yeah, I w- yeah, it definitely wasn't really a game where one team completely dominated, mm-hmm. uh, to say the least. And their the chances in terms of quality and quantity were kind of even throughout. So I'd I'd say yeah, two two is probably a fair scoreline if you're looking at this one. Yeah, then there was some some awful dives right back to back. Uh, Doherty had one, and then Mbumo maybe dive of the year. That was really nice. <laughs> that if the Stupinon one in the League Cup was in the Premier League, I think that would be mm-hmm. one of the top moments of the year. Just that's like shit house or do another level when you like literally wait for the guy to slide tack on you purposely like fall on him. Yes. Hook your leg. That's awesome. Uh both sides had a chance. Harry Kane had a headed chance but hit it off the bar and out and then 
Ivan Tony had a chance from close range, but his effort went over. The points are shared 2-2 in the first match back. Mm-hmm. Yeah, pretty solid result for Brentford. Um, Tottenham, not the best result that you would have thought going in, but given how you performed, I think you'll take that. Could have easily went the other way too, you know. Brentford's done that in the past and this year especially in terms of kind of snatching some winners, so. Yeah, it's kind of been the theme of Tottenham that they dig themselves a hole and they have to get themselves oh, out yeah, of they, it. they'll never make it easy on themselves. And that's what we saw. A little rust coming out of the World Cup break, but the second half you know, was... Let's, let's talk about rust a little more. Yes. We move on Palace and Fulham. Yes. That this Crystal Palace performance was about as rust as a old 1970s junker. That's let's get to the lineups. Goita, Mitchell, Tompkins, Anderson, Klein, Elise, Schlupp, Ducore, Ayu, Etze, Will Zaha, Wilf, the Wilf, Fulham, Leno, Tete, Reem, Jop, Anthony Robinson, Harrison Reed, Bobby Reed, Andreas Pereira, William, Joapalina, and Alex Mitrovic. <clears throat> I tell you what, this game, slow start, sloppy for Palace. Uh, as Fulham were on the front foot, Pereira really had the best chance. Uh, oh, jeez. Jeez, Luis. <laughs> it just doesn't go away. Pereira, first chance on the uh, free kick. Quite a nice little save, push it out for a corner. But the game was really lacking attack. Uh, I would guess Fulham kind of had like Palace pinned in a bit, but mm -hmm. not really wasn't going anywhere. Uh, Palace finally break through after turning Fulham over in the midfield, but results in a IU rip off the crossbar. Went right over Leno's head and just off the bar. Um, and then we finally get a goal. Absolute horror sequence from Crystal Palace's defense as they give the ball away out of the back. Mitrovic squaring the ball for Bobby Reed, making it 1-0. Mitrovic, provider in this game, could have had three assists. Could have had three assists in this one. Only ends up at two. Bobby Reed in that spot that you normally used to see Mitrovic in, putting it home. So 1-0 to Fulham. Tyreek Mitchell gets a red shortly after... Uh, the goal, pretty tough when you're sliding and it's like kind of high shin near the knee. Mm -hmm. That you're, you're just begging for that one, studs up. Yep. Um, and Tompkins, who had a yellow early in the game, gets a second yellow and Palace down to nine men. <sighs> Brutal. <laughs> Brutal. Um, Not how you want to come back in your first no, game back. No. Especially when one of them's James Tompkins. You're like, you're just supposed to like not completely cost us the game. Yeah. Uh, Fulham, I uh, have a couple chances to go off the post and save on the line by Guaita before they get a second through Tim. Tim Ream. Smashing it home. Oh. Roofing it off the corner. The pride of uh, America. Yeah, 2-0. Uh, Andres Pereira, a big chance for 3-0, but a weak shot at Guaita. It was really all Fulham. Uh, when you're down to nine men, it's going to be pretty tough to get anything going in attack. Mm -hmm. um, but then Mitrovic adds a third, uh, which gives him a goal and two assists on the day. Wraps up 3-0 for Fulham. 
there wasn't much really in depth about this one because it was kind of, you know, Fulham kind of had Palace pinned in and Palace couldn't really play out of the back. Couldn't really turn Fulham over that much in midfield. They did one time, couldn't capitalize. And then Fulham, I mean, they took advantage. And once they had a 1-0 lead and then Palace followed up by getting two reds, I mean, there is no way back for Palace. It was all downhill after that. Right, right. So, good win for Fulham. Horrible performance for Palace. It's really only up from there for Palace. But Fulham, we talked about they might drop off. Yeah, yeah, maybe they won't. Maybe they'll maybe just they get better. <laughs> maybe they'll just be too good. Now they they lock down Tim Ream contract extension. Oh yes, gotta scare off Man City. Massive. Uh, well, I tell you what, a team that is rolling is Fulham. A team that might start rolling. New manager, about to get a fifty million pound man. Yes, we're talking Wolverhampton Wanderers. That's right, going up against the mighty Everton. To the lineups Pickford, Tarkovsky, Patterson, Yeri Mina, Mikalenko, oh, Onana. Get that guy out of here. He will be. Drisha kind of guy. Uh, McNeil, Anthony Gordon, and Neil Maupai. Or as oh. the one commentator oh. kept saying, Maupi. 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 <laughs> He's just dis- pure disrespecting him. He's like, I don't even need to know this guy's name. For Wolves, Saw, Collins, Semedo, Kilman, Hugo Bueno. Neves, Moutinho, Hodge, Podence, Huang Hee Chan, and Diego Costa. <clears throat> so there's something to Joe Hodge, apparently, because if Lopetegui's coming out here and just giving him the start right away, that's a wild move. <laughs> you know, <laughs> that's a wild move. I, I, I don't have many options. I looked at this Wolves lineup with disappointment because I was hopeful. But what do I see? I see Diego Costa. This what guy should him? not... Be starting. He's <laughs> he so bad. He's he so bad. Move. He can't move. It's it's the corpse. You're basically. They have a guy from Montenegro on the bench. Shout out Nikola Pekovic. Yes, the backup goalkeeper. Let's go, Sarkic. But come on, to me, you gotta throw in Guedes in there or, or him. No, as, he's clicking something. too. He was clicking too much before the World Cup. You guys sent him. Diego Costa is. Is just not good. But anyways, getting into the game, Everton gets off to an early start, seven minutes in. Who other than Yeri Mina? Scoring from the corner kick. Why he's in there? Only Fat Frank would know that he could score. And there was some real superb set-piece defending as somehow Hugo Bueno, the four-foot-tall Spaniard man, got matched up against... Yuri Mina. Yuri Mina, one of my top five least favorite players in the league. He might be in my top two, right next to Richardson. <laughs> and Everton, they were kind of in control for decent spells of the game, but Wolves were kind of doing the classic Wolves counterattack style, and they equalized in the 22nd minute after winning a corner kick. Uh, they... You could tell they had practiced their set-piece routines, and it showed in this one. They took it quick uh, to Moutinho at the top of the box, flicked it on to Podence at the back post, scores first time. Nice little volley shot to draw a level. It kind of got a bit hectic after that. Um, 
a little bit of a track meet from both sides not a whole lot of quality if that's surprising at all yeah it is pretty surprising <laughs> sam i'm glad that you asked and tried to make a statement it is surprising there's a lot of quality out here a lot of quality Neil between Moppy. these two these two teams Neil, Neil Moppy specifically 32nd minute anthony gordon played through on goal but the poor finish the soft little shot couldn't get it past jose saw anthony gordon he looked good getting back in the lineup he was probably the most dangerous player for everton just couldn't put the biscuit in the basket as they say yes and to be honest my impression of wolves just overall it was disappointing it didn't look that much different than what they had been doing previously yeah, where it's just like you're not going to be you're not going to turn it over overnight especially when you're not you haven't brought in i expected new, more though you. having this kind of second preseason. I expected a, a, a little bit of a change in tactics, but to me, it was almost identical to what they were doing, which was... Yeah, Lopetegui actually did what Dejerbi did, and Dejerbi looked at Brighton. He's like, all right, guys, we're rolling. Let's keep yes. it going. Lopetegui said the same thing. He's like, let's keep it rolling. We're clicking. And they looked at the table. He's like, oh, wait, no, no, no. Yes, exactly. And it was it was really almost the same exact tactics. Sit back way too much, have very little possession and try and hit on the counter but you know to minimal success really Everton was the better side throughout most of this game that's what fat Frank does he unjustly loses games and yes. then people say that he sucks yeah it goes into halftime 1-1 second half Everton got off to a good start but really there's just a black hole the Neil Maupai position Somehow Calvert-Lewin is still hurt. He's forever hurt. Yeah, well, you know what Everton fans say about him? Our number nine wears <laughs> knickers and a bra, or whatever that, yes. that tweet was. Um, they had some half chances, and then 84th minute, they had a chance from a set piece, and Wolves had cleared off the line. And then at the death, 90 plus 5, Wolves win the ball back, Commit numbers forward on the final counterattack. Traore has a deflected yeah, cross, nice. falls to Aitnori, who's able to scramble you say it say deflected, I say skill, because he's so amazing. Calculated. I think my favorite thing about this game from Wolves is the fact they had six yellow cards. Yeah, it was getting a little scrappy. <laughs> I mean, um, that's how they're going to have to stay up. They're just going to have to... Just go at these teams, try and be physical. Yeah, I expected more from Wolves, but I guess they got the win pretty unjustly, if you ask me. Uh, rough go for our guy, Super Frankie Fat Lampard. Super Fat Frankie Lampard. <laughs> Super Fat Frankie Lampard. Disappointing, <laughs> but Wolves, hopefully there's some changes to come. And hopefully yeah, Diego Costa is Diego Costa. Um, Neves didn't play in this one, did he? I don't, he did. I don't think so, right? He did. Yeah. Mateus didn't. Oh, Nunes. Nunes didn't play. He got sucked He should on. get in there. Guede should get in there. Yeah, yeah, well, start those guys. Yeah, they should be start starting. Start Nuri. Yeah. So. 
All right, moving on to the next match of the week. Newcastle oh, versus team, Leicester. I think I called is, this one, actually. The team's in just shambles. Did I'm I, trying to think of the ones I called this week. Did I not call a 3 though? I think I called Arsenal-West Ham. I think that was the only one I called scoreline precisely. I think I called a 3 nil for this one. Roll back the tapes. Um, anyways, to the lineups, Leicester, Ward, Boot, Amarte, Castagna, Luke Thomas, Harvey Barnes, Tielemans, Dewsbury Hall, Pratt, Sumore, and Patson Daka. For Newcastle, Mick Pope, Trippier, Botman, Cher, Byrne, Willick, Longstaff, Bruno G, Jolington, Chris Wood. Chris yes. Wood. Somehow, Third string. somehow Callum Third Wilson string. not Third fit string. to play this game. Yeah, he played a lot for England at the World Cup in the break. <laughs> and Miggy Elmeron, the man on fire. Yes. Yes, the Paraguayan. Unstoppable. This one got off to a bad start early. And who other <laughs> than Daniel Marte to give up a penalty two minutes into the game? That guy... Yeah, well, it sure as hell wasn't going to be Voot Foss. That guy is the ultimate liability. How dare you. And then, who uh, who else other than Chris, Chris Wood, Wood? We all expected the Chris Wood goal. Chris Wood taking it to your guy, Danny Ward, who's now out of form again because he didn't get to play yes. all the games for Wales. They only played one. Yes. It's because I put him in my uh, fantasy Premier League lineup because he's... He was on my bench. Like the cheapest this week. starting goalkeeper. Uh... Newcastle grab a second just a few minutes later in the seventh minute. Miguel Elmeron, after a nice one-two with yeah. Bruno G. Remember last week when you said surely he can't keep it up? He went and did it. Wrong. You're wrong. MLS is finest. Yeah, I mean they're just a they're just a you know a league where the finest a hot talents bed. bud. Yeah, an absolute hotbed for young prospects to really blossom you know what it does it opens them up and it puts that dog in them and then it closes them back up and sends them and, on their way and then when jack Rila says he plays like almarone <laughs> you can just fucking let that inner dog out and just score on everyone <laughs> oh man pats and daka had a couple chances in the first half but his finishing was really quite I poor i think i'm just out on that guy i think i'm out on him yeah I think I am too. I think I am I think too. He can, I think he can go to like France and have like one year where he does really well and people are like, oh. Try to let, him. Lester let him go. Yeah, and then the next year is like four goals in 34 games and you're like, no, yeah, he actually isn't good. Yeah, I could see him doing well on maybe like a Bundesliga team because he came from, was it Salzburg or Leipzig? I think it was Salzburg. Yeah, I could see him doing decent in the Bundesliga just because it's style. Yeah, that's because Bundesliga teams have their high lines for yeah, whatever reason. Exactly. Yeah. Like he was getting into decent spots, but I mean the finishing finish. was so bad. And then Newcastle almost puts it away, you know, by all intents and purposes in the thirty second minute, Jolington rises up over Samare on the corner. Scores 3-0. Goes into halftime 3-0. Second half, Leicester bring on some subs. Vardy and Co. 
but ultimately unable. They couldn't do anything because Newcastle is going to win the league. Yeah, Newcastle, too solid at the back, able to just coast. I'm just going to, can people half. just ever, like, accept the fact that, like, Dan Burns amazing? Are Dan we ever going to get there? Amazing. Where it's like there will actually be someone who gives him credit and then people will be like, oh, this guy thinks Dan Byrne is world-class. It's like, are we sure he's not? Are we sure? I think he's pretty good. He's pretty underrated. Dan Byrne, Dan Byrne fan club. Yeah. Whatever. So Newcastle off to a good start. Leicester hopefully can pick it up in their next game. Yeah, we're virtually on that with the next matchup, but it was two worst teams. Brighton, who are still rolling, and Southampton, who are still shitting their pants. To the lineups. Southampton, we have Bazunu, Walker-Peters, Leancao, Perot, Salisu, Ward-Prowse, Gineppo, Adozi, El Nuesi, Diallo, Che Adams. I'll tell you what, Nathan Jones, I hate that lineup. I hate it a lot. Where's Joe Rebo? Where's Stu Armstrong? I would just play Mara. I like Mara better than Adams at this point. And I like Shalata how Shar, Lianco no is, is now starting. What? <laughs> yeah, where is where both? You have both your starting center backs on the bench, and Shaletta Shar bottle of ketchup. Yeah, I think Salisu's below both of them right now. For Brighton, Dejerby's men, Sanchez, Dunk, Colwell. We were talking about Dan Burton being underrated. I think Lewis Dunk's. Like, insanely underrated. Yeah, I think that's probably uh, true. I think he's, like, probably Tottenham quality, but no one ever talks about him. Um, what was I saying? Dunk, Cole, Cole Will, Estupinan, Veltman, March, Gross, Lalana, Argai, Matomo, yes. Caicedo, and Leo Trossard. I like how you said Matomo. Yeah, well, it's not Matoma, it's Matomo. Matomo. Um, Southampton kind of flying around and Brighton seem a little on the back foot early, but balanced in terms of possession and really level of the field wasn't really tilted uh, inside 10 minutes. Um, the best chance inside the first 10 minutes came from Matoma, funny enough, just dangle show and rips one near post. But first goal goes for Brighton. Adam Lalana scoring off a header. No Selly out of pure respect for Southampton, but <laughs> Bazunu with potentially the weakest wrist I've ever seen in my life. Did Sam what? Yeah, what was that? That was uh, <laughs> it was because I was saying, eh, he's not bad," and then, and then he, he like, goes and does oh, that. Yeah, Sam, watch this. Um, so Brighton up one 0 James Ward Prowse free kick chance from the edge of the box goes wide. Probably Southampton's best chance for a good while. After that, it kind of dries up. Um, Brighton go quick is stooping on squaring it for Solly March practically forced Perot into an own goal. So it's two nil. Um, Brighton really able to hit on the counter in this one, even though it didn't feel like Southampton was possessing it all that much, which was kind of weird. Uh, Matoma ended up skying the shot. Um, big chance for Brighton before half to make it three, but they don't take it. So it goes in halftime two nil second half Solly March. Solly freaking March. 3-0. Absolute belter. This guy's been having a great season. I, I told you. No McAllister. Solly March time. Okay. He comes yeah. in. Has the game of his life. Um, 
I just had to make note about how amazing Matoma is and how he can create anything whenever he wants. Dude, he's whenever awesome. He's on the ball. He's electric. He's nuts. He just gets the. He just starts sprinting. Yeah, he, like he just starts sprinting. Way. He just like knows what he's doing. He's like, I'm getting the ball to the to the goal. Um, mm -hmm. Southampton do get a penalty, and it's saved. But Jim's where Prowse falls up for three one. After that, not a ton going on. Southampton not really able to get it going. Finishes three one. Uh, some interesting quotes after the game from Nathan Jones. I'm still trying to decipher if I'm in or out on him, but uh, it's one of those things where it's either going to go so bad that there's a turning point and people wake up and realize that they got to get their shit together, or it's just going to be really bad and they're going to be bottom from here on out. As far as Brighton go, Zerbi, he's got them rolling. They know what they are. It feels like you could probably plug and play any kind of manager in there right now. They just yeah. have such a solid squad. As long as they have Caicedo and Trossard and Matoma, you know. Yeah, and the, something we were talking about in the last episode, McAllister, there's already rumblings of him going to Juventus, possibly. Yeah, Atletico Madrid, Atletico, Arsenal, Chelsea. Yeah, so that didn't take long for those no. rumors to start flying, but it doesn't matter. He's not in the lineup, and they still win. They're still rocking. They got Solly March. They got Solly yeah, freaking March. Yeah, I would March. say, where would you put McAllister in terms of, like, how important he is to Brighton? I might have him, like, fourth, maybe. I'm, like, the fourth best guy. I'm sure, like, all the advanced stats will say other shit, but I yeah. think I, I think Dunk, Trossard, Caicedo, maybe even Bobby Sanchez over him. You can make a case. I think he's I think he's, he's probably replaceable. Yeah. I don't think it's like you take him out of the team and they just fall apart, so hundred percent. But I think that's what Brighton built for. Yeah, I think so. Exactly. Moving on. Next game, Villa, Liverpool. Very exciting game right the here. The Stevie G Memorium. Yeah, the Stevie G Memorial, the Christian Benteke Cup. <laughs> the uh, Benteke. A lot of names that can be thrown around here. In that Robin Olsen was really hoping we would get to see uh Philip Marshall guy. Yeah. Young Phil Marsh. Um Ezri Consa, Tyrone Mings, Ashley Young, Luca Dina, uh Doug Lewis, John McGinn, Emmy Buendia, Bubakar Kamara, Ollie Watkins, Leon Bailey, um for Liverpool, Allison Van Dyke. Robertson, Matip, Alexander-Arnold, Fabinho, Thiago, uh, Jordan Henderson, Mo Salah, The Ox, your man, and Darwin, Darwin Nunes. Yeah, Jurgen Klopp, he said, uh, well, we we have to play The Ox, so uh, that is why we have to bring in Kurigako. Uh <laughs> The ox, he should not be playing, and I am sorry, but the peach is dry. Yeah, he, he looked at it. Ah, Didi Allen. <laughs> <laughs> he looked at it, and he's like, I have to be brave and say that the ox is not good enough. It's very bad. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I have to play him because we have no depth. Yeah, exactly. Um, game starts off kind of hectic corner was cleared by Villa and then Trent Alexander-Arnold in the middle of the pitch just to absolute dime to Robertson squares it across the box for Salah for an easy tap in 
you know, when you have Alexander Arnold on his game, makes a huge difference. Hasn't been that way this year. They haven't been putting him in the best spots. He hasn't been mm-hmm. nearly as quality. Same with Robertson, but they're able to connect there. As Villa was quite exposed, especially wide. Um, Villa kind of turning on an attack. Few chances for Ollie Watkins. Um, in the meantime, Liverpool keeping up their attacking prowess. Matip scores from a set piece, but was offsides. Just more proof. Villa's defense was quite shaky in this game. Uh, There's a mix of the midfield wasn't helping them out a ton, but I, I didn't feel very great about the uh, the Mings Consa pairing. Let's put it like that. Mm-hmm. But it was still a back and forth, very exciting game, very attack minded. Um, Nunez stuffed on a one on one volley. He, I felt like he could have taken a touch and just dribbled it, but he took the volley. Uh, Liverpool do make it 2-0. Virgil van Dijk off a corner. Kind of a mad scramble. He gets it in there. Um, and Liverpool almost make it 3-0 off a set piece, but Nunez hits it right at Olsen. Darwin Nunez just feels like it's like it's no one could be this bad. It's just bad luck at this point, right? Yeah, I mean, he's getting into the good spots. It's just the finishing has been uh, woeful. <laughs> yeah. So 2-0 at halftime, second half. Villa starts strong, have a nice passing sequence that leads to Watkins through, and he scores, but he's offside by half a step. Um, yeah, and then Villa create another chance with McGinn wide open at the back post, but a soft header right at Allison. It's kind of weird because McGinn, they're almost playing him in attack as like a winger slash wingback whipping balls in. Strange. Mm-hmm. You don't normally see that. Um Villa really pile it on, and finally, Ollie Watkins scores off a header. Nice Doug Lewis cross. As uh, yeah, Watkins heads it home past Allison. No easy feat. Um, Liverpool attack second half quite lackluster, and you know it didn't help. Nunez kept missing any chance he got. Yeah, but Liverpool's and it really put Liverpool kind of on the back foot because their defense had to be in top form with Villa creating all these chances, but. It doesn't matter because it is three to one Liverpool as their young Spaniard just Megs Mings on the empty net. Oof. I'm not sure why Robin Olsen's out there. I'll tell you that much, but he stinks. Uh, but it's what's his name by Sedich, by Yesich, something like that. Yeah, I'm, I'm not sure. Stefan. Stefan. Anyways, <laughs> anyways, makes it three to one. Gets his debut goal. That was a disgusting performance by Aston Villa defensively. It was not a good evening. No. That's what you say to uh, Ezra Collins as you pull him in your office and you yell at him. Same with Luca Dina. <laughs> yeah, Luca Dina. Good evening, is... you are on transfer list. Luca Dina is so washed, dude. Yeah, I, some people still think that he's like good enough and they just don't they don't let him cook. You gotta let Luca Dina cook, but he's such a defensive liability. It's like yeah, he's exactly. very much a luxury player. Yeah, he should really be like a backup at Chelsea or like Tottenham or something. Mm-hmm. He could be a Tottenham with uh, Emerson Royale, Royale yeah. with cheese. Who yeah. did you see that Tottenham were like we're open to selling him, and it's like, yeah, <laughs> I'm sure you are. 
Guess who's interested in buying him? Absolutely no one. <laughs> Real Betis for three mil. Yeah. That's who. The bargain bin. <laughs> yeah. You're going to sell him to Hitafe for a loan fee of four million euro. Yeah, well, you're paying all 80% or... Yeah, the wages. The wages. So while Villa looks sad, I think there's one team more sad on this day than Villa. And it's not just Southampton. I think it's West Ham. Oh, West Ham. Going up against Arsenal. The lineups, Arsenal, Ramsdale, Tierney, White, Gabriel, Saliba, Tom Partey, Odegaard, Jaka, Saka, Martinelli, and Super, Eddie, and Ketia up front. West Ham, Fabianski, Cresswell, Sufal, Dawson, Carver, Paqueta, Bowen, <laughs> Ben Rama, Suchek, Declan Rice, and Mikhail Antonio. Getting off started on this one, it felt like Arsenal was, it was a little bit of a nervy start. There was a couple mistakes here and there. West Ham looked lively on the counter at times through Jared Bowen. He was finding some success down the wing, going up against Tierney, just able to get a yard of space here and there. And, Great success. And being able to get crosses into the box. Arsenal, they, they were looking pretty good at least. They were just kind of struggling to find that final product, but yeah, they really couldn't fully break down West Ham. But they, in terms of having the possession and kind of getting an attack, few. All right, back to where we were starting before we uh, got so rudely interrupted. Yeah. By Zoom, saying that we're plebs. <laughs> Free meeting. Who limits it? We're just gonna make a new one anyways. Yeah. Uh, exactly. Uh, so kind of the the big moment in the first half, West Ham getting the counter attack, and uh, William Saliba a little out of position goes for the tackle, misses. It's a penalty. Said Ben Rama steps up, takes it cool, calm, collected one nil. West Ham take the lead. Unexpectedly. Yeah. yeah, it was pretty unexpected, and I don't know if you would say undeserved because they were in it in terms of attack, but... Yeah, I think so. Uh, Just more proof that Ben Rama might be West Ham's best player, and that might be why they're in a relegation fight. Well, attacking option. Obviously, yeah. Rice is still their best player, even this year, but... Um, yeah, I would think... I think he was pretty close to Bowen this game. Um, But definitely far better than anyone else on the team, that's for sure. Yeah. And I'm not sure why there has been the question of whether he should start or not. Yeah, you just have to throw him out there, keep him rolling. Uh, after that, Arsenal were really pushing to get the goal. Things were getting pretty congested in the box. Maybe trying to force it a little too hard at times. Not having correct spacing. Eddie and Katia had a couple chances, but the finishing wasn't there. Goes into halftime. Mr. Eddie. Yeah, going into halftime, 1-0 West Ham with the lead. But Arsenal grab one back in the 53rd minute after Odegaard's attempted shot falls perfectly for Saka. That was a dime. It was not a shank. <laughs> that was a Mr. rip Odegaard. of a pass. <laughs> yeah. Um, Saka coolly slots it. And then five minutes later, 
Gabrielle Martinelli goes for the near post filth and absolutely disrespects oh, Fabianski. Fabianski, a big slap right in the face. In the mud. And this like has people for whatever reason saying like, why is Ariola on the bench? And it's like, you know, I don't think Fabianski's really your problem. Is no. he helping a ton? No. But is he really costing you? No. Yeah. Um, and then 10 minutes later, Eddie Nketiah gets his goal after just a beautiful turn and finish. That was a real nice. Yeah, that was that was a classic Arsenal with that passing. Mm-hmm. And we didn't even mention the big news piece of this game: Arsene Wenger back at the Emirates Stadium yeah, for the that. first time. Man, that was just. He looked handsome. That was a real heartwarming sight to see, and and to to go out there and get the win, the three-one win. Things were, were firing, and it was good to see Arsene Wenger back. If Arsenal would have lost that, would you have said that he cursed? <laughs> Dude, I was so scared. I was like, don't lose. We can't lose this one, boys. <laughs> he hasn't been here for four years. Uh, yeah, so Arsenal. Yeah, solid performance. And the pressure just piles on Moise. Mm-hmm. And I got to... We just got to wonder what he's doing with this team he had a month off and he hasn't really made changes they signed guys like Paqueta they're not really doing much mm-hmm. Sushek is honestly like useless at this point I don't know what to tell you yeah he's Antonio's washed. been useless yeah I don't know very strange yeah I thought they looked decent in the first half but for some reason they couldn't carry it forward in the second half I've it... Arsenal made some made some different changes and stuff in terms of how guys played and like yeah just in the midfield to make sure they could hold the ball a little longer and stuff. Mm-hmm. And then granted, Jaka and Odegaard with their dimes, what can you do? Yeah, Odegaard is insane. I don't think anyone on Arsenal should be up for player of the year because it's just the whole team is too good. It's a collective. Yeah, therefore no player of the year for Arsenal, sorry. Speaking of players of the year, Christian Pulisic. Oh, no. Oh, no, no, no. I think you meant Kai Havertz. <laughs> we're talking Chelsea. We're talking Bournemouth. To the lineups. Kepa, who, no, that's the player of the year. I mean, he has the top save percentage in the Premier League. Come on. Kepa, uh, Thiago Silva, Reese James, Kula, Bali, Mark Kukurea. So they go back four. Thank God. Normal. It's normal. It just looks like a normal lineup. Mm-hmm. Jorginho, Mount. Zakaria, Pulisic, Sterling, Havertz for Bournemouth, Travers, Kelly, Smith, Stacy, Sinesi, Zwerma, uh, Cook, Lerma, Billing, Solanke, Kiefer Moore, Big Keef. Big Keef. Big Dom uh, and Big Keef. Chief Keef. Chelsea look confident. Bournemouth not really able to match speed in this one. Uh, I'd say the main thing besides the goal in this half was Pulisic clearly pulled down by his jersey by Adam Smith. Like, full-on fistful of jersey. No pen given. Apparently checked on VAR. Nothing. Quite strange. Doesn't matter, though. Chelsea able to turn uh, their quick transition from defense. Uh, especially in this game, they are really able to turn the ball from midfield into the final third really fast. Uh, a lot of short, quick passes. 
Eventually, they got Sterling out wide, who squared it for Kai Havertz for a tap-in, 1-0. Um, yeah, just that swift transition. Um, really, really paying off well for Chelsea in this game, especially their second goal. I mean, it was same thing, swift transition that led kind of to a layoff on the edge of the box for Mount, where it just ripped it for 2-0, and you thought, oh, maybe this is kind of Chelsea breakout game. After that, you know... Chelsea didn't do a ton in attack. Bournemouth's defense was really kind of out of shape quite often, which is surprising. They've been so solid this year. Mm -hmm. um, but Chelsea just really able to find space uh, that Bournemouth can't really close in time. Uh, Reese James and Sterling had some chances right before half, but Neto able to make saves on both of those. So halftime went in, 2-0 Chelsea. And then already in the second half, you could kind of really tell Bournemouth wouldn't make it nearly as easy at Chelsea as they were playing a lot smarter and faster, kind of closing down space. With that said, um, Sterling, Mount, and Havertz all had really good games fully uh, through the first half and through the second half. Um, really good job kind of springing the counter in the second half by each of them. There wasn't like completely brain-dead decisions, whether it's keep dribbling, not to pass, taking the shot. You know, they all made the right decisions. Um Big chance for Koulibaly off a corner at the 73rd minute is not taken. goes just wide. Uh, best chance for Bournemouth was a giveaway by Chelsea, and Kepa kind of just collected the square ball by Christie, just not able to do much. And then Dom Solanke at the end off a free kick had a header that went just wider on the 90th minute. Finishes 2-0 for Chelsea. Kind of a win Chelsea needed. It wasn't super dominant. The first half was dominant. Second half was a little more balanced, but Chelsea were probably the better side. Um, but I thought uh, they did a good job. We talked about with Chelsea before the break, it really felt like Potter just went in kind of trying to solidify the defense in midfield, making sure that teams weren't going to have it easy attacking it against them. And it was like, uh, yeah, you do that well, but Chelsea's attack didn't look very good. This mm -hmm. game in the first half, Chelsea's attack looked fine. So... I don't know. Maybe they're kind of coming around a bit. Then again, Bournemouth, probably one of Bournemouth's worst performances of the year. Um, Barring they probably the played worse in this game. I, I was going to say, they well, they didn't play that bad in that game, but that's, that's probably up there with that 9-1 game. So. 9-0. 9-0. How about uh, how about talk about bad performances? Nottingham Forest. We should mention just just one last thing. Uh, Reese James going out injured. Yeah, out with for the knee injury, going to be out three, three to four weeks. weeks. Maybe he's just the new Marco Royce, just like amazing player, but always hurt. Yeah. So, anyways, back to the real talking points. Nottingham Forest are completely trash. <laughs> I, it, how could they ever win a game on the road? I don't think it's possible. They're another team where I say, okay, they have this break, this second preseason. Let's see what they can do with it. <laughs> and they come out with dog shit. They come out with Jesse Lingard, like the equivalent you know, of starting Diego Costa. You know what's funny? Is the fact that you called before the year they'd be god-awful, and then you backed off it. You should have really went all yeah, in. Yeah, I should have. I should have. Silly, silly, Sam. Yeah. Anyways, let's get let's get back to Eric Tenha proving why he's a genius, real quick. 
Indeed, he is not fraudulent <laughs> yet. He beat Forrest just at home. <laughs> uh, to the lineups, De Gea, Malasia, Varane, Shaw, uh, Juan Bissaka, Bruno Fernandez, Marcus Rashford, Erickson, Casemiro, Anthony, and Martial. For Forrest, Wayne Hennessy, Wayne Hennessy, Joe yes. Worrell, Serge Aurier, Willie Bolly, Renan Lodi, Mangala, Yates, Freuler, Awonyi, Lingard, Johnson. This lineup, complete I trash. I don't want anything to do with that lineup. I don't want anything to do with that why is, why is Nico Williams on the bench? Why is why is Lewis O'Brien on the bench? Why is Jesse Lewis Lingard playing? Nico Williams should not be on the bench. Why is Jay, why is Jay Ling's ever out there? Yeah. Terrible decision. Um, apparently, Gibbs White is MIA. I'm not sure what happened to him. Yeah, it must be hurt. Yeah. Manuel Dennis might actually finish with like four appearances. Yeah, and I'm not feeling it honestly. <laughs> no. no. Uh. Getting into the game, it was pretty much United from start to finish. They had a chance early on. Malassia ripping a near post shot. Saved by Hennessy. 19th minute, open up the scoring. Perfectly executed corner for United. Sees Rashford wide open in the box to receive a low corner. And shoots first time. Really well worked. Kind of the new hot play. The pick on the corner. Yep. Worked perfect in this one. And then just three minutes later, they grab a second long ball up the flank to Rashford, finds Martial off top of the box, whose shot slips past Wayne Hennessy with the Gavin Bazunu weak wrists. Oh, man. And there's a reason why Wayne Hennessy does not start Premier League games, because this guy is trash. He's washed. Yeah. He was never really there, but he's really washed now. Mm-hmm. Forrest had a half chance, maybe. Yates had a crack from distance, forcing De Gea into a save, which he styled onto them, and he didn't even use his hands. He saved it with his chest, which was interesting. Can't say I've ever seen that before. Um, right before halftime, 41st minute, Forrest score from a free kick after Yates' header is deflected off of Bowley, but Bowley was offside. Yeah, hey, you know what's a good idea, too? Let's play Willy Bully. Yeah, Willy Bully, stop. (laughs) (laughs) Talked about cooked. He was cooked for, like, the championship two years ago, let alone the Premier League. What the hell are you doing? Forrest just went around, and they're like... Give me all your trash. Give me all your dead wood. I I deem Forrest Deadwood FC, and it's fitting because it's Forrest, (laughs) and they're Deadwood FC. I see what you did there. I see what you did there. And honestly, it offends me. But anyways, keep extending Stephen Cooper. Give him the extension. Give him, Give him all ex- the extensions. 2030. Give him hair extensions. Four more years. I don't know if it's his fault or... It's a mix. I mean, he could probably make it a little better, but you can only polish a turd so much. I, I need to know who was... The person saying we need to sign these guys. You I, you have smart signings like Nico Williams when they wrote down Ibrahimovic. <laughs> you have sheet. you have smart signings like Nico Williams, and then you counter them by 
bringing in freaking Jesse Lingard on 200k a week and Willie Bolly and 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 I mean the main thing is like they did the opposite Chelsea where Chelsea are like all defenders we're bringing in all defenders mm -hmm. not even force like yeah we can rock these championship like mid table defenders yeah and we'll just put other guys around him it's like yeah. no no you won't you don't have any ball winners yeah and we we saw on the second goal anytime there's a dynamic play their defense cannot handle it they yeah. don't move it looks, well it looks like they've never played the game of footy before yeah so it goes into halftime 2-0 united oh, in really control uh, <laughs> second half not super exciting there's a chance for anthony after a nice play from rashford everyone's getting on Bruno. his case now this feels like the when the yankees fans this year got on joey gallo and it's like there's nothing to complain about but they still find one thing and they're like anthony sucks yeah what's he doing <laughs> Lay step over, man. Lay techers, Lispinny. man. Lispinny Lay spinny, man. man. <laughs> the spinorama. Uh, so. Martial had, had a uh, chance saved, and Rashford had a shot go straight at Hennessy, easily saved. And then in the 87th minute, just a real disaster class. Emmanuel Dennis got subbed on, and yep. he proceeded to give the ball away like every time he every touched time. the ball. Every oh, time. Yeah. Um, so this one, he gives away the ball for about the 9 millionth time since coming on. Casemiro plays just a perfect ball to Fred, who scores nicely. Ends 3-0. Easy victory for United. Forrest, absolutely trash. What's new? I mean, I get it. It was the only game on at the time, but I saw a lot of people tweeting about Casemiro and how good he is. It's like, this is the game you tweet about how good he is? This yeah, is the game? I, I don't think that was really necessary <laughs> honestly it was like yeah he played fine oh my gosh but it's he forest well. lads it's forest lads yeah Come they're on. literally a championship team if I've that seen, a mid-table championship team i've heard enough about yes. Forest. we're moving on to the final game mm -hmm. manchester city leads united to the lineups melia cock cooper stroy christensen talk about another team that needs center back help Good lord. Yeah. Forshaw. Forshaw, by the way. Mark Roca, Sam Greenwood, Brendan Aronson, Rodrigo, and your guy, Wilf, the other Wilf. Nyanto. Wilf, Wilf G Not. The little guy. I call him G Not. Uh, He's Adarison, awesome. Stones, Ake, Akanji, Rico Lewis. Get in, Rico Lewis. Gindawan, Rodri, De Bruyne, Holland, Grealish, Mares. I thought the best part about this game was Tyler Adams before the game, like pre-game NBC Sports, like talking to the crew. That was pretty good. Other than that, it was all Man City, I tell you what. Uh, great chance for De Bruyne early, but puts it wide, and you could just tell Man City we're going to dominate this game. But it was like no one was in the middle of the field for leads. They had like four attackers, and the rest were just like a back line, and mm -hmm. they're all disorganized. Uh as City just dominated the middle of the pitch. Uh, Gindawan with a skitter trickles just wide around 20 minutes. City's passing on point, but Leeds just holding on. Um, Holland was one-on-one, -on -one, but Cooper got enough to make him take it early and big save by Melier. Jack Grealish may never score again, I guess. I don't know what, what any of those chances were. Missed a tap-in from Mares. Um, Lewis set him up for a good chance, couldn't score. 
Morris had a really good chance from Grealish too, but put it wide. It is kind of tough, but then finally City score. Nice little quick transition, which they're really doing this whole game. You would have thought that like Man City were just counterattacking the whole game, but the quick transition anytime they turn leads over. Um, anyways, Rodri off the transition play, collects the rebound, slots at 1-0 for a halftime lead. Cooper disaster class, try to play it square across to strike at the back, uh, gives it away. It's a 2-0 for Grealish and Holland, and Grealish feeds Holland for 2-0. And then Erling Holland gets another pass from Jack Grealish to make it 3-0. De Bruyne running the ball up. It's kind of weird because it wasn't much of a De Bruyne game, but he's just running the ball up this whole time. A lot of progressive runs out of him today. Uh, leads do get one as uh, Sam Greenwood gets the corner routine down and it gets over to Stroik for 3-1. And then Leeds kind of started to come alive for a little bit. Unfortunately, the... Uh, Rally was kind of killed once Joe Gellhart just missed a chance. Just missed it. Could have made it 3-2, but nonetheless finishes 3-1. to one. Relatively exciting game. You just wonder how Man City didn't score more. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Yeah, so that's our first week back. It was a yes. good week for the most part, Feels I would say. Good. Feels good. I mean, it just hits different, doesn't it? Yeah. The only game that I wouldn't watch again ever was Fulham Palace. Maybe Newcastle Leicester. That game kind of sucked, too. Yeah, that was pretty rough. Uh, United versus Forest was pretty yeah, rough. Yeah, well, that Forrest goes sucks. without saying. Yeah. yeah. Let's get to this week's games. Yes. West Ham, Brentford. Um, I think, yeah, London Stadium. So it's at West Ham. Mm-hmm. Uh, Brentford won there last year. West Ham really kind of in shambles. It feels like if there's one team that a team who's kind of teetering can pull pull one off against, it'd be Brentford just because Brentford's so up and down. Yeah. Um, I think Brentford have to make hay while the sun's still shining, a.k.a. get points while you have Ivan Tony. Yes, for um, sure. I just don't really like West Ham's dynamic right now. I'm going to go Brentford 2-1. Uh, I'm going to say Brentford 2-0. Liverpool, Leicester, at Anfield. Leicester just got... Is it dolly-whopped? Is that a word? I think it is. Against, yes, I, uh, I think so. Newcastle. So guess what? I think Liverpool will end up doing the same thing at Anfield. But I guess you never know. I will say Leicester without James Madison, brutal, extremely boring, brutal. So I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go Liverpool, three nil. Yeah, I'm gonna say no, three. No, I'm gonna say three nil. Cody All Gakpo right. scores oh, on man, the debut. Subbed on for goal. Subbed on. And Darwin Nunes cries, cries <laughs> himself to sleep. Uh, Wolves, Man U. This is a tough game for United. Mm, Wolves might have something going here. I don't think so. I think Wolves okay. are still not good. And I don't think they will be good. <laughs> okay. I mean, they do sit back, which I guess United yeah, no, will have to try a little harder than against Forest. I feel like this probably ends up like a 1-0 United, but they don't really deserve the goal. Or it's like a penalty or something. It's like an own goal or a penalty. I think it'll be similar to the game against Forest. Pretty comfortable. I'll say 2-0. Okay. Okay. Bournemouth Palace. You didn't give a score prediction on that, did you? 
Oh, I did. I said 1-0 United. 1-0, okay. Sorry. Yeah, you better apologize. <sighs> Bournemouth Palace at the Vitality. It feels great to be back. The Vitality. Yes. Palace with a shocker of a game. Bournemouth mm -hmm. with a kind of stinker of a game. Two teams that need to flush last week and get their mind straight, but can either of them pull it out, Sam? What are you going to be looking at? I am just... I'm at the point with Palace. I think they got to show me something before I can buy into them again. Okay. I mean, especially that last game. That was brutal. That was bad. I'm going to say Fulham... Bad. or Sorry, Fulham. I'm looking at the next one. <laughs> Bournemouth is going to win 2-1. I'm going to go with a 1-1 draw. Okay. I think that uh, Bournemouth are kind of going down a little bit, but I don't love Palace's defense at the moment right now. But yeah. they didn't show me much on tech either, so we'll see. Um, Fulham, Southampton. Seeing that I, I want to check the odds here real quick. Because I might tell our good friend to put a large sum of money on this for me. Yeah, seeing that lineup last week out of Southampton, I can't, I can't in good faith today. I expect anything out of Fulham is plus one hundred. I will be telling him to put money on Fulham. Yeah. Uh, this is going to be a three nil, two nil, maybe two or three one. I don't know. Southampton are are struggling. Yeah, I think 3-0, probably. City, Everton. Everton, they didn't play that bad last game. I feel like that's people probably... That's the state of Everton. They never play yeah, like that bad under Fat Frank. True. It's just they can't ever get it going. And it's at the Eddie Head. This feels like it could be really bad, and it might reach the point of people really bringing up the Fat Frank getting sacked. It could be. This could be, a, this could be like a 3-0. I'm going to say 1-0 City. I think Everton will hold it down. Okay. Newcastle leads. I think this will probably be a pretty easy game for Newcastle at home against Leeds. Leaky Leeds. Yeah, maybe there's a Newcastle-Fulham parlay in the cards. What is Newcastle? They're probably minus, but it's still worth it. Let's see. I would think they'd be minus quite quite a big amount. Okay, this is literally load. What are you doing? Just trying to pull it up real quick here. They don't have odds for it. I don't know how that's even possible. I'm going to have to look. I'm going to have to do more deep diving. Yeah, I find it hard to believe that Newcastle wouldn't uh, win this game. Yeah. I'm going to go with a... Uh, four to one all right and then the final game on saturday a, a really tasty matchup brighton versus arsenal at the amex yes 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 uh no caicedo suspended i believe oh but brighton does have four wins to the three draws and three arsenal wins so they hold they hold the championship belt right now between these two teams. They are a team that Arsenal has struggled with. Uh, got beat last season. Mm -hmm. uh, I think. In the year before that, 
and the year before that. I, think... I just remember the one where they had green kits, Brighton had green kits, and the mm-hmm. Arsenal like just finished shy of fourth. They like needed that game, and then there's yeah. the gif of like I think it was Basuma walking off the field laughing. Brutal. Um, I'm gonna go Arsenal two one. I think it'll be close even without Caicedo, but. Not gonna be easy. Might go three two. I'm gonna go three two. I'm gonna say two two. Okay. Mr. Anti Jinx. No. No. What is the yeah, Mr. West Ham is gonna be a goalless draw with <laughs> Arsenal last week. What the hell? That's that put that in the notes for worst prediction of our eternity. <laughs> West Ham keeping a clean sheet. I don't think Kara her I, I win the Zuma hanky are... for worst prediction. <laughs> Yeah, Kerr and Zuma might just be terrible. Uh, yeah. Dawson, regardless, Dawson. doesn't matter. Yeah. They're poop. All right, next Although match. Just watch. Yeah, what's the next one besides Spurs, Aston Villa? This could be, you know, Villa could have easily taken points from that Liverpool game if they could have just had any semblance of finishing. Mm-hmm. I would say, is it at... This feels like one where Villa blow it. They blow it. It's gonna be three two Tottenham. Yeah, I think I think Villa take a one nil lead and then blow it and lose two one. Okay. Last one of the week. Chelsea, Forest, at Chelsea. Uh, at at the city ground in Nottingham. Oh man, much tougher, much <laughs> tougher. I I have no faith in Forest to do anything, even though they're home. It does give them a better chance of doing something. I still don't have faith in Forest. It has to be a show me thing yeah. from them. Um, I'll go Chelsea. Maybe with another two nil. Probably one nil. I was gonna say two nil. Yeah, I feel good about it. All right, um, into the next match week. This... Oh, you want you want a prediction for this? I always want a prediction. Well, I kind of gave it the Cody Gakpo goal All right, that's substitution. Fair. That's yeah. fair. Yeah. All right, into the next match week, the double match week, Monday game. We got Brentford versus Liverpool <laughs> at the G-Tech Community Stadium. Absolute classic last year. Um, yeah, it was. I do like Brentford's midfield a bit more than Liverpool's, but Liverpool with their rotation, you just never know what they'll throw out. I'll say Liverpool kind of get a streak going here. We'll go uh, We'll go yeah, Liverpool away hasn't been great so far this season, no. but I think they're kind of turning a corner a bit. Yeah, I think they just need to get Salah rolling, and they'll cover up a lot of things. Yeah, what'd you say? Two one. Two one. Yeah, I like two one Liverpool. Uh, Tuesday games: Arsenal versus Newcastle. Another another tough matchup for Arsenal. Is this in? London or yes, this is at the Emirates. Yeah, I think this might be a one-one affair. 
Maybe maybe a goalish draw, but I'm gonna go one one. I think because it's at the Emirates, I favor Arsenal, and I'm gonna say one nil Arsenal. Okay. And you can't accuse me of anti jigs I, yeah, I, I shamed you. I shamed you out of it. It's about time. Now Arsenal can finally lose again. Oh, boy. Uh, Everton versus Brighton at Goodison. Mm. I wonder if Brighton kind of take, take the Arsenal game easy and just go into this Everton game trying to get points. Or if they're just going to have so much taken out of the by the Arsenal game that this one will be tougher. Yeah, I think that it could be. It could be. I'm going to go with a draw here. I'm going to go 1-1. A surprise draw. I'm going to say 1-0 Brighton. Okay. Leicester versus Fulham at the KP. Mm. I'm assuming no Madison, so I'm going to go uh, Fulham. Fulham might just win out. Yeah, just go on a run here. It's no, it's, they can't. It's hard gonna, for for Leicester without Madison. I mean, that's the thing is I don't have much faith in them to do much without him. But I can't keep picking Fulham to win because it's mm -hmm. not going to happen. But this one, it's hard to see them not. I'm gonna go uh, two one. I'm gonna call the first nil nil of the double match week. All right. All right. Final match on Tuesday, Man U. Versus Bournemouth at Old Trafford. United like having United having a sneaky every, easy freaking. Why do they get to play schedule. at home every game? That's a good question. I don't think they've had a road game except for the Casemiro equalizer against Chelsea. I think that was their only road game of the year. Mm -hmm. Uh, yeah, this will be tough for Bournemouth to go in there. I feel like Bournemouth do match up pretty well with United, but uh. I'm going to go with a 2-0 United victory. I'll say 3-0. All, all United needed was a 6, and they ended up getting one of the best in the world, yeah. Casemiro. That's yeah. all they needed. And look at look at how everything's resolved. Mm -hmm. It's unbelievable. Yeah. All right, done to the Wednesday games. Southampton versus Forest. The Stinker Award goes to this match. This, if there was ever a six-pointer... Yeah. This is the one. Where's it at? St. Mary's. I think Southampton have to get this. They have to. If they have any hope of doing anything, I think they win this one. We'll go uh just a shocker three through one special. I'm gonna say one one. Oh, disgusting. Leeds versus West Ham at Ellen Road. This is a sneaky six pointer too. Yeah. Important three points. I'm gonna go Leeds two one. I think Leeds I feel more confident in their attack than West Ham's defense. Yeah, I agree. I agree. I'll say I'll say two nil Leeds. Better hurry up. We only have six minutes left in this meeting before we have to start <laughs> another one. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Aston Villa versus Wolves, a nice Birmingham derby. Oh, yes, I love it. And two new nice... managers, Emery versus Lopetegui. Midlands action, baby. Uh, yeah, both Spaniards. This will be interesting. I'll go with a 1-1 draw. I'm going to say 2-1 Villa. Wow. Where's this? this one's at 
Villa Park? At Villa Park, yes. Okay. Uh, Crystal Palace versus Spurs at Selhurst. I think this would be a game Palace will somewhat get up for. Um, it doesn't mean they'll win, but I think they're going to play Tottenham extremely tough. It could be a game where if Palace get up 1-0 or 2-0, Tottenham might just fold as opposed to having to come back, mm -hmm. which is hard to imply, but at Selhurst giving up that lead, not going to be an easy place to come back at. Yeah, um, yeah I'm going to go Palace 2-0. I'm going to say Tottenham 2-0. Okay. You love picking Tottenham to win games. Well, you know, they they find a way. And then the sure. last match, Thursday, Chelsea versus Manchester City, a big one at the bridge. Hmm. What are you thinking? I I want to think Chelsea have improved, but I don't know if they've improved enough to beat City, and Pep is going to have his guys up for this game. I'll go 1-0 City. I'm thinking 2-0 City. It feels like the new managers really have to take their lumps against the new the uh, kind of big boys yeah. early on. So, yeah. any match week prediction for that one? Um, for this one, I'm I'm going to say Danny Ings brace in the Midlands oh Derby. Oh my goodness. Wow. That's a specialty. Yes. That true. is a specialty. All right. All right. I think that just about does it. Perfecto. Perfecto. Just a... Hmm. Oof. Maron. Hmm. A spicy meatball. A spicy meatball. All right. Well... All right. Thank you, everyone, Until, for listening. Yeah, to our terrible audio <laughs> podcast. We don't promise to be back here next week, but it could happen. Anything could happen. <laughs> that's why it's... That's why it's life, and that's why it's the Premier League. Yes. As is life, so is the Premier League. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, we better get out of here before we get I, cut off. Yeah, the time meeting. Uh, adios, mis amigos. Bye.